Hi, I'm Susan Raff, and welcome to Real Talk. Today, we're going to talk about the environment. You know, we're all becoming a little more savvy about uh, saving the planet and uh, conserving energy. Many of us are putting solar panels on our homes. We're buying um, hybrid cars, and we're definitely uh, more uh, aware of plastic and recycling that. But what maybe or people don't realize is that what's filling up our landfills, in addition to plastic, is really clothing, used clothing. People buy things, they don't want it, and that is really filling up our landfills. So we wanted to talk to an entrepreneur, a student at UConn, Madeline Kaiser. She is a fresh, uh, sorry, she's a junior, and she has started a program to try to make people a little bit more aware of the fact that, you know, clothing can be put to better use than just uh, throwing it away. So Madeline, thank you very much for joining us. Tell us about your endeavor, the Yukon Swap Shop, and why you started it and what it does. Yeah, of course. I want to say thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and talk a little bit more about why I'm doing this and um, how far I've come. So um, during my freshman year, I was part of the F3 program at the Worth Institute, um, where we were tasked to define a problem and create a solution with a business idea. I am extremely passionate about sustainable fashion and bringing awareness to that. And I was doing research and found that clothing swaps are extremely popular in Europe. And I had never seen anything like that here where I live. So I knew that I wanted to bring that to my town. I hope my. Do you think many people don't realize? I think, you know, I did not until fairly recently when I saw some documentaries and saw landfills and saw clothing. I think we all have this idea that it's, you know, plastic and garbage, which it is, but clothing that many people, and let's face it, clothing. Uh, today is kind of disposable. I mean, clothing is very uh, cheap, right? And we order, you know, on Facebook or wherever we see some of these, uh, you know, uh, clothing uh, retailers, if you will. They're not really retailers, uh, but and then we get them. Maybe don't we don't like the clothing? It's cheap, or we wear it once and we throw it out, and that ends up in the garbage. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that. The clothing, most of the clothing today is made out of synthetic and plastic materials, um, which cannot like decompose in landfills and all that kind of stuff. And like you were saying, there's a bunch of amazing documentaries out there. River Blue. um, What is the other one? I'm trying to think. I watched another one, but there's amazing documentaries about what's actually happening behind the scenes, what it what goes into making clothing. But going back to what I was previously saying, I held my first event in my town and then I knew I needed to bring this to UConn and I was holding swap events. They gained a lot of momentum. A lot of people seemed interested. And then I started doing pitch competitions about the concept. And just throughout that first semester on campus at UConn, I realized that students could really benefit from an on-campus swap space. Um, 
including like dorm essentials and moving out. There's so much waste that also goes into that. So part of the swap shop is not only clothing. We also have dorm essentials that students may need um, and also being extremely affordable for students because that is a huge thing as well. You know, you're spending so much money just to come here on books and it eventually adds up. So I'm that's really- a fantastic idea because sometimes what you might need in your dorm room that year or whatever, you may not need anymore. Um, you know, on a, on a different note, I know someone who lives in a big uh, development called Heritage Village and it's for, you know, uh, 55 and up. But what they do with like things like wheelchairs or any kind of uh you know, device that's necessary that people need and people use it in that community. So it has a second home. It doesn't just go uh, in the garbage. So tell me about the shop. Tell me about who goes there um, and how it works. Yeah. So anyone at UConn can come with the UConn ID. So whether that's students or faculty, at this time, we're allowing one guest per um, customer or student or faculty that has an ID. And how the, the store will work is that we're going to have a credit system. So items will be credited for different values. Um, this is so you can't bring in a plain t-shirt and leave with a brand new sweater. That's oh, darn it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> exactly. I have um, plenty of old, ugly t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's kind of who can participate um, as of right now. Maybe in the future we can expand that, but due to limits for the space and all that kind of stuff. I think that's what we can manage at at this time. And we also are going to be having sewing workshops to teach students the fundamentals on how to mend clothing. So they're saving a lot of clothing. They're not just throwing it out. Um, And I think that's really important because I feel like we've kind of moved away from this society that continues to fix things. Like it's all just throw it away, throw it away. Um, And I think that really goes back to like capitalism and companies profiting off of just continuously making more items. And that is just hurting us in the long run. Like it's right. Because you could have a perfectly, you could have a perfectly good shirt and it's missing a few buttons. And I'm kind of guilty of that too, you know, and I, I do know how to sew, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, but I certainly didn't teach my kids how to do that. Uh, but I see that shirt and I go, yeah, that's the shirt with the buttons. That I And you just kind of ignore it or you throw it away at one point. And yet for five minutes, you could fix that shirt and you could wear it again. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's, I'm really excited about that. I think um, a lot of students will be interested in learning how to just do the basics so that they can mend their clothing and keep using it. One of the things that I'm very impressed with uh, the younger generation, um, you know, my daughter is your age and she goes to savers. So, you know, there, there, there's a need for that. And I think that they're not, there's no stigma attached to buying used clothing. And I remember she said, I'm going to go shopping. And she came back and she was like, I bought these, these, these were $3. And I was like, oh, wow, good. Okay, good. <laughs> you know, it, it makes sense. It really does because she likes it. It's new to her and it's inexpensive. And you're giving a home to something rather than just tossing it in the garbage. Yeah, I think it's a huge thing about thrifting is how affordable it is for people. And I'm really glad. So as a child, I always thrifted because we were of low income and that's all we could afford. And 
when I was younger, you know, I was so embarrassed. Like there was a stigma. There was, there used to be a huge stigma. And then, you know, as it gained more popularity and it became trendy, you know, which is amazing that more people are thrifting and buying secondhand. But I remember like being a, being a kid and, you know, finding a piece of justice clothing. And I was like, so excited. And like, I felt like I fit in with everyone else because everyone could afford these like expense, expensive justice clothing. So I've always had like a, a connection to thrifting. And um, I think that's kind of what led me here. Um, so, yeah. It's really society that 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 uh, puts those. Uh, I'm not sure the word that I'm looking. Um, you know the the value on things. You know, I remember seeing jeans for like a hundred and fifty dollars, or you know, and I thought, who who's buying that? And it yeah. just seems you know, and everyone had them because it was the thing, like a Louis Vuitton you know handbag. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's nice to see. I mean, maybe you can still have some of those things, but you're not paying that. It just seems ludicrous to me that people spend that uh, kind of money. So it's really nice to see that you're doing something with the clothing that people are giving and finding uh, a new use for them. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. So tell me the the issue that you have now is that you want to be able to sell some of the things at the store. So where is the store on campus? And um, but, but right now you can't sell anything for monetary value. It's just a swap, right? Yeah, correct. So on the campus, we are located in the basement of the Family Studies Building. If you are familiar with the campus, it's near Mirror Lake. And yeah, currently right now we can only allow students and faculty to swap clothing, but we are looking to allow students to purchase items if necessary because in reality, dorm rooms are extremely small and a lot of us don't bring items that we are not going to be wearing often. Um, And we see that and we understand that students, you know, may not have the opportunity to swap clothing. So that is something we are looking to um, work on. Um, It's been a really big challenge this summer to get that all figured out. And we have been making progress recently. Um, So hopefully within the next month or two, we'll we'll be able to allow students to purchase items. And the money that we make from that will just be put back into the store um, to keep it running and to pay for anything we may need. And do students run the store? Yeah. So um, as I was planning this entire process, I realized the potential we had to make an impact on students' collegiate collegiate experience at UConn. Um, I think students are like amazing and I think we need to support them in every way we possibly can. So we do have student workers. Um, They are being paid, which I'm super excited about. And they will all be given specific tasks or roles within the business. So it's not it's not really a job. It's more of an internship. And I think that's really important for students to have a paid internship because we are at school. Like I mentioned before, we are, you know, having books to pay for dorms, food, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited for that. And we also, I forgot to mention this, we are supporting student entrepreneurs in the store. So if a student has a product Um, we can work out a way to put that product in the store so that they're getting, um, you know, you're getting every student to look at it, like possibly buy it. Um, And I'm really excited for that as well. Was UConn very embracing of this? I'm sure they they must have been. And are other uh, schools doing similar things? Or, you know, are there other students who are doing swaps in their universities? Yeah, so... 
um, throughout this entire pro- process, I've been told, you know, I've heard this. I heard someone wanted to do this before. Someone wanted to do this before, but it never like came through. And, um, you know, I think everyone that I brought this up to or talked to or who have supported me um, have been very supportive, really excited to see how this project plays through. Um, The university was extremely supportive. Um, I was extremely worried about getting space on campus because that is like the hardest thing to do. (laughs) And somehow, somehow um, with the support of the Worth Institute, I was able to secure space and um, that was an amazing accomplishment. Like people continuously tell me like, kudos to you. Like, good job. Yes. I agree with yeah. them. You know, sometimes we think of things, you know, and we want to do things and it takes a certain person to kind of put it together. And then other people follow after that and say, well, that's a good idea. And I want to help out. But sometimes it takes that one person to kind of make it all happen. And sounds like you've done that. That's really great. Yeah. Um, I've also had help from Lila and Afwa who have been helping me um, throughout like the grant process and just kind of putting all to- all the details together. Um, but, you know, also when starting something new, there comes challenges. So mm. like the payment system, like accepting payments, that is a challenge that we are trying to overcome at the moment. Um, so not everything is easy peasy, but um Yeah. And then to answer your other question, are other schools doing this? There are a few other schools doing this. I think it was University of Pennsylvania, if I'm wrong. Um, But I've seen, I think, two or three other schools have something like this. It's more of a thrift shop instead of like the other components, student entrepreneurs, um, sewing and upcycling workshops. But there are a few schools that have something like this. Really sounds like a, you know, it, it sounds like such a smart thing to do. And I think we are becoming more aware of our clothing. You know, I drop off things at Goodwill all the time. Uh, but I think that, you know, what you're doing is really kind of bringing awareness to the fact that, you know, we can find uses uh, for that clothing and get people to understand, you know, that they have internships and different ways uh, to get involved. So it sounds like a win-win. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. And, you know, I think, a huge mission of the swap shop is to kind of make sustainability cool. Um, you know, glamorize thrifting um, for those people who don't want to thrift or like think it's weird or gross. Cause there are those people, I think it's like bringing awareness to them and showing them that like, this is a huge community. Like so many people are interested in this, want to do this to help the environment. And it's really the small things that you do that make a huge impact. I think your generation is much more aware uh, of the environment uh, yeah. than previous generations. I think that climate change has affected all of us. And, you know, I, I do. I think that, you know, uh, you're much more conscientious of that. After all, it's going to be your planet for the next uh, several decades. And uh, do you agree with that, that many of your friends are definitely aware of that and, you know, some are looking for ways to, I mean, we all are now, right? We, we, we know more plastic bags and we bring our, you know, bags to the grocery store. Uh, but it takes more than that, right? Yeah, I think a lot of the people I surround myself with are very conscientious, conscientious about the environment. Um, and like I said, I think it's really the small things that you bring into your daily life that make an impact. Um, I always grew up with my grandparents and 
they literally used everything. Like they never put anything to waste. Like they would collect the extra water in the shower and like fill up the toilet. Wow. They would collect rainwater. They composted. So I think, you know, I was, I've always been inspired by them to never let anything be wasted. And I think if we just do simple things like that, um, it can really make a difference. In a generation or so where everyone is just happy to toss things away, that's that's quite impressive for, you know, because many people don't realize that and they don't go to that extreme. People just don't care. They're like, well, I'll just buy a new one. Furniture, I think, is that way. You know, yeah. we all, everybody, you know, tosses it and then goes and buys furniture, which is cheaply made and it breaks. And mm-hmm. now there's a whole market to, you know, refurbish older furniture. So with a fresh coat of paint and maybe some new knobs on it, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's new and it's wonderful and it will last longer. So I think what you're doing is fabulous. What are the hours of the the store, if you will, the shop, so that I can let our viewers know if uh, they're listening? But you had mentioned it's only for students and uh, faculty at this time, right? Yes, at this time. So if we have some UConn students who are listening in, (laughs) how how can they go to the shop? Yeah, so we're open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, 4 to 7. Friday and Saturday, 12 to 3. Fantastic. And it's not just clothing, but it's essentials or things that might be in your dorm room, things that people need. So Madeline, I think what you're doing is fabulous. And next time I'm up at UConn, I'm going to have to stop in and see the the shop. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you and have a very good Labor Day weekend. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on Real Talk. Bye.